Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello, welcome to the One Organized Mama podcast. My name is Janelle, and I am One Organized Mama. Episode number 28. I want to start out by giving you a disclaimer. If you have little kids in the room, hit pause. Maybe go get them settled into something else just for a few minutes or put on some headphones. I just don't want to spoil this next part for them. It's not terrible. You'll see what I'm talking about. Okay, ready? Hit pause, go do it. All right, are you back? Great. Okay, I'm going to be talking about Santa Claus. And I just, again, don't want to spoil it for any families out there. I don't want any little ones to hear what I'm about to say about the guy in red. Okay, confession. My kids believed and believe in Santa for way too long. I don't know what the average age is, but I do feel like like my kids are always the last one to still believe in Santa Claus. And it's not like I'm trying to stop them. It's not like I'm like, shh, shh, don't say anything. He still believes. They're just like super into this Christmas tradition. And I only have myself to blame, quite honestly. I mean, Christmas time. I struggle with prioritization. I take on about what that four to six week period around Thanksgiving to the end of December, and I pile so much on my plate that it exhausts me where I don't have fun. And a lot of times I just show up like a pissed off bitch. And I shouldn't, right? Because that's not what the season is about. I mean, whether you're religious or you see it as a time to spend with friends and family, or it's a very reflective time of year, looking back on the previous 12 months and looking at where you've come, where you're headed, that type of thing. It shouldn't be a time of year that's as stressful as it is. And again, I only have myself to blame. I struggle with prioritizing at Christmas time. And as far as the Santa tradition goes, I like do it all. I mean, I have hired Santa to come to my home on Christmas Eve or a few days before. I do the whole Christmas Eve thing. I do this stupid elf on the shelf thing. I do every part of the Santa tradition. We write the letters and as you can probably tell from my tone right now, there's not a ton of joy in my heart over it. I mean, I think there was when my kids were little, but honestly, like a nine-year-old should be like moving on from this tradition a little bit. And I feel like my kids hang on to, to this tradition until they're about nine or 10 years old. And that feels a little odd to me. Like, I think it's just because like I've done almost like too good of a job with this particular Christmas tradition 
And yes, I'll look back and I'll be like, that's kind of fun. And I'll enjoy doing it with my grandchildren when I have them one day. But I've been a mom for 25 years. And after 25 years of doing it, it's exhausting. You're tired. You're ready to hang up that Santa Claus hat. I promise you. So prioritizing. That's what I'm going to be talking about. And it's the second step that I teach in the time management process. The very first step I teach is brainstorming. If you're interested in getting your time organized, which I truly believe will help you organize the rest of your life, I encourage you to go back and listen to the previous episode, episode number 27, where I dive deep into brainstorming. But basically, here are the three steps, brainstorming, prioritizing, and planning. If you do those three steps consistently, I promise you, you will get better at organizing your time. I created a time management journal, which is available on my website, which is a great companion to this, but certainly no obligation to buy it. You can buy it to follow it along, or you can actually just do this process with a pen and paper, or if you're like me, a notebook with a pack of super fun colored Sharpie pens. Um, And so this is something that I do, and it's really fun to do, especially on the brainstorming side. I just like to write on paper and get everything out of my head and onto paper because it helps me start to put a plan into action. So how do you take those thoughts from your head that you put onto paper and put it into a plan? Well, there's a step, and that's a step I'm going to be talking about, prioritizing. All right, I'm going to break it down to you. Time is the most precious resource we all have. Guys, it's the one equalizer. It doesn't matter where you live. It doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter how much money you make. We're all given the same exact amount of time in our day, right? And unfortunately, it's probably the one resource that we waste the most of. We waste it for ourselves and sadly, we waste it for other people. Think about that for a minute. This is actually something that I kind of feel very strongly about about, and it's funny when I've seen it in my life, like I'll have the friends who are like consistently late and they roll their eyes every time, you know, I bring up like time is important, time is important or you know, um, how are you spending your time? But I think it's quite funny when I look at those same friends and they're complaining about like the person that they hired to do something at their house showed up two hours late. And that's where I just want to say, look, that's because your time is important. So we all inherently kind of have this like instinct that we know it's important and we hate when our time is being wasted, especially when it's other people who are wasting our time, right? All right. So how do we manage it better? Well, first, there's a lot of things that we want to do, right? In life, there's a lot of stuff that we have planned every day, every week, every month. On a monthly basis, I want you to get into the habit of brainstorming. 
And that again is simply getting stuff out of your head and onto paper. I want you to get all of those things that you think that you should do, you want to do, all of those goals, all of those plans, all of that stuff that keeps you up at night, all of those things you think about, all of those great ideas that you have in the shower and get them onto paper. Now, the next step is prioritization. I want you to look at that brainstorming page and I want you to either circle, highlight, or start making a list of numbers. I think it's really helpful if you do a circle or highlight first of everything on the page and then kind of take a step back and then go in and start prioritizing like one, two, three, four, five, and start putting numbers next to the things that are the most important to you. A few things I want you to consider though while you're doing prioritization. I want you to realize that this is a quote, decluttering step of your time. If everything is important, then nothing is important. So I don't want you to go onto that brainstorming page and circle everything. I want you to be discerning. I want you to really take a look at what's really and truly important to you. And those are the things I want you to highlight and to circle. Now, The brainstorming, I encourage you to do once a month because that's like our great idea time, right? Like the end of a month or the beginning of a month, we're like, woohoo, you know, and this is something that I went through this month. At the time of this recording, um, we're just now opening up from the great quarantine from COVID-19. And so at the end of May, I was super excited for June because I'm like, oh, stuff is opening back up and... I'm definitely one (laughs) in the camp that didn't love quarantine. Um, I definitely wasn't baking banana bread. Um, I was itching and scratching to get out and get back to to normal. Um, And so I was super excited and watching um, our different phases and what was going to be opening back up. And I was definitely ready to get back out there and start kind of getting life back to normal. And so I had a lot of ideas going from May into June. And at the time of this recording, we're at a little bit less than halfway through the month of June. Am I going to get all of those things done? No, no way, not possible. But that's okay. I know that I've been able to focus on a few of those things. And that's awesome. You know, you have to kind of sometimes give yourself a little bit of a break and give yourself a pat on the back for what you can do. So again, it's okay to do the brainstorming once a month, but I want you to look at your brainstorming page once a week. And that's when I want you to focus on prioritizing week by week. So each week, whether it's on a Sunday or a Monday, whatever day of the week, you feel like feels natural for you to start um, planning out your week, that's when I want you to focus on prioritizing. And that's where I want you to take those highlighted or circled areas. And this is really where you start to do the numbering. And like I said, you could do one, two, three, four, and five, but let's be realistic here. A week is a lot of the time in our week, I should say, is already defined for us. So if I'm looking into next week and in my own personal life, I know I already have an appointment on the calendar for a client that I have to do. 
I know that we have travel on one day. I know that we have a birthday on another. And I know that we have Father's Day on one of those days. So again, a lot of my week is already kind of mapped out. And this is why I want you to focus on prioritizing every week, because it's a more realistic chunk of time. Again, you kind of know naturally what's going to be happening in your week. And then when it gets to the planning stage, which we'll talk about and dive deeper in the next episode, I'll tell you how to fit those different things in. But prioritizing is important to do because it really makes you take a look at what's important and what's what you should be focused on and starting to make a goal and starting to make a plan for what's important to you. All right. How do you do that? Well, first, I need to talk about the time buckets. This is something that I teach with time management. The time buckets are family, home, work, financial, quiet, physical health, and social. And the only, the whole thing with the time buckets is that these are all the different areas of your life. I mean, you probably, you probably have a job that you go to, you have family, you have some friends that fall in your social bucket, you have a physical self, self, you have health that you need to take care of. You definitely have bills you need to pay and a financial life you need to nurture and take care of as well. Um, So this is more of like a guideline because it is hard to kind of find balance. And you're going to find that one of these time buckets or a few of them, you have a lot of things that, um, a lot of tasks, a lot of things that take up your time. So some of these buckets are going to take up more time than others. But what I'm trying to teach you to do is try to give a little bit of time to the different areas in your life. Because what we try, what we often do is we put a lot of stuff into the ones that are really easy for us. So for instance, like if you have like super awesome friends and an awesome social life, that probably takes up a good bit of your time. But what you might be missing maybe is just some like quiet time for yourself a little bit of time of reflection, a little time to just kind of like unwind, deflate, whatever you need to do just to kind of um, kind of refocus and recharge yourself. And so again, the time buckets are just little reminders that you are a whole person and you should be focusing on all of the different areas of your life you're not going to be able to fit an equal amount of time in all of them. That's just not possible. And that's not what this exercise is meant to teach you. I'm just, again, giving you a guideline and showing you all of the different areas of your life that you should be focused on. The next thing I want you to consider is I want you to get specific. This is getting ready for the planning portion of your time. So I will get into this a little deeper in the next podcast episode when we talk about planning, but get specific on your plans. To give you an example, on your brainstorming page, maybe under your health and physical bucket, maybe you wrote things down like, I want to get into shape, I want to lose weight, or I want to go to the gym more often. That's not a plan. Like getting into shape is not a plan. But it can 
be the beginning of creating a plan. So how do you get the phrase, I want to get into shape and make it into a plan? Simple. You do the how, why, or excuse me, the how, what, when, and where. So we'll take the example of, I want to get into shape. Well, how are you going to get into shape? You're probably going to say, okay, I'm going to start running. So you're going to get into shape with a running app. So you have a running app on your phone that's going to send you little reminders and maybe uh, guide you on getting in shape with running. Um, What is the running part? When, well, you can start looking at your life and like, figuring out when can you fit in this time to get into shape. So maybe like for me, I am naturally an early riser. So I usually like to get up and out by about 6 a.m. So I wrote down 6 a.m. And where? You need a specific place. You really do have to get this specific because if you don't, it's likely it won't happen. So where for me, it's running around my neighborhood So now I've taken a goal of, I want to get into shape to, I'm going to do it by running with a running app at 6am and I'm going to be doing that route around my neighborhood. Make sense? So again, it's taking something that you want to do. And again, I'm trying to help you create like a want into a goal or into a plan. All right. Now, I don't want you to overthink this. I think this is such a common thing, especially when it comes to like time management um, and organizing your time. There are a lot of tools and a lot of different philosophies out there, but I definitely like a keep it simple approach. And the way that you can keep it simple is, again, I want you to get rid of the things that don't matter to you. So again, you're going to look at your brainstorming sheet and there's going to be things on there and you're going to be like, why did I put that on there? Like for instance, with me going back to the Christmas example, like I'll put, I'm going to bake, I'm going to bake cookies for my neighbors. I cannot remember the last time I did that. It's probably been 15 years. Like when I was a military spouse, we lived in base housing and actually like knew and talked to and socialized with my neighbors. That was probably the last time I baked cookies for my neighbors. And now that we don't live on a military base and I live in a city that's kind of a bedroom community where people go into their garage and close their door, why am I going to go and spend all of this time baking cookies for people that are wonderful, sweet, nice folks, but I don't really know them that well. Um, So I can mark that off my list, even though that is something... Um, over the past 15 years, I keep putting back on my list. Well, it's not something that's really that important to me. So that is certainly something I can quote unquote declutter and get rid of. um, And I don't need to focus my time on it. All right. Again, number two, I want you to get specific. I want you to get very specific. Again, this is the how, the why, the what, the when, and the where. So I want you to take those ideas that you had. And if it's really important to you, I want you to start forming a plan. Get ready to implement that plan 
into your daily planning, which is the next step. Again, something we'll cover in the next episode. But get specific. Goals are measurable. They have a time frame. They a lot of times have numbers in them. That's something that I've done a lot of um, studying about goal planning. And a lot of the people that teach out there on goal planning always talk about goals being measurable. And by measurable, I mean they have a number attached to it. So, you know, if it's like losing weight, you don't just say, I want to lose weight. You say, I want to lose 15 pounds. So you have something that you have to measure because how do you know if you're actually achieving that goal or not unless you have something to measure it by, right? Okay, number three, if you have goals that kind of go into different buckets, that's okay. That's actually really common. So it's okay to actually combine some of your goals. For instance, going on the getting in shape, if you just feel like your house is a super mess and it's decluttered and you just have to focus on it, guess what? That's also a great way to get in shape. Um, So that might be a way for you to combine some goals, say for the next six weeks, I'm going to spend X amount of time focusing on decluttering my house. I have a 12-month declutter guide um, on my website as well, if you'd like as just a guideline to help you do this. And you might lose a few pounds by doing this because cleaning, vacuuming, decluttering, carrying boxes and bags, that's all really hard stuff to do. And it's very physical. So that's a way where you can combine that goal. Um, another way to get in shape and maybe to save money is to do some meal planning. So this actually kind of hits a lot of different, um, areas of your life. So it could help you if you have a meal plan that you follow and you go to the grocery store, so it keeps you from overspending. Um, and then if you're being very conscientious about the way you eat, it could help you lose a few pounds again. And the other example that I have, and it's the most forgotten and neglected bucket, time bucket, it's the quiet bucket. But for those of us who are quite social people, like maybe we want to have something that kind of combines those two. So I put down reading a book. So maybe if that's something that you just give yourself the gift of just a little quiet time where you're reading a book, but it's a book that you really love and you want to join a book club. And so that takes care of your quiet time bucket, as well as your social bucket. And then you can get around some great friends, maybe get the wine flowing a little bit and discuss a great book that you've read. For me personally, I love yoga. Um, And so I actually like to go to a yoga class because I don't talk to anybody in there. I am not a social butterfly when I go to yoga. In fact, I'm just kind of I just want to sit there and just kind of be in my own little bubble, my own little space and focus on the instructor, focus on my practice. And that kind of fills the need for my quiet time. I do feel a little refreshed. And then I feel like I've also done something really good for my physical body and my health. All right. The next step, number four, is I want you to get ready to plan. I want you to be so excited about planning and goal setting that you are just like ready to go out of the gate. Like you're ready to write down your plan for tomorrow 
or if you decide to do your daily planning first thing in the morning, you're going to get up, you're going to write everything down, and you are ready to get your day started. So I want you to get excited about this goal planning. This is you. Again, this is not someone telling you what your goals should be. This is you creating your own goals. All right, lastly, number five, the thing I want you to really think about is that if there is something that keeps showing up on your list time and time again, I want you to really focus on that one item. That is either something that you are neglecting and I want you to make it a priority to do, or it is something that means nothing to you. But you kind of have to figure out why does it keep coming up on your list? Maybe it's because it's an expectation from another person. No, big no, no. This is not a time for you to live up to other people's expectations. The whole purpose of this exercise is to take care of you, to manage your time better, to help you plan, to help you goal set. So if you see something that month after month or week after week keeps popping up, and you're writing it down, and you're maybe even circling it and highlighting it, but it's not getting done, I want you to consider why. So I want you to kind of take a minute, take a look at that item and decide, is that something that I need to get done tomorrow because I'm afraid to do it, or I just don't want to do it? I don't want to face that. Or is it something that you can say, this actually means nothing to me, And I have it on there because of an outside expectation. And even it doesn't have to be someone that's telling you to do it, but just something that you feel that you have to do because you want to please another person or impress another person. So again, this is an exercise that should be very individual and very personal to you. I promise you, if you start to do these things, You will realize that you have a lot of time on your hands. I want you to be aware of distractions. That is something I'm going to say repeatedly throughout this and something that um, we're all susceptible to. Um, Again, look at the distractions. Electronics are a lot of times distractions like TV and my gosh, social media is a distraction. (laughs) So try to limit your time. And if you struggle with that, put a timer on for yourself. Because I find that a lot of times when we're in distraction mode and we're just trying to like, you know, focus on something else for whatever time, we lose track of time and don't even realize how much time we're spending with that distraction. So remember, your time is the most precious resource you are given. You are not guaranteed a certain amount, but you are given a fresh start every single day. So I want you to make the best of it. Okay, guys, thank you so much for listening. I hope I didn't ruin this big, big Santa surprise for anybody out there. Um, But I just hope that you take this to heart. Um, I'm very passionate about this. It's definitely something that I've practiced in my own life. It's helped me accomplish goals. It's helped me get to a point where my husband is like, my gosh, you do more in one day than I do in an entire week. And I'm like, yeah, I know. But anyway, if you guys ever have any questions, um, feel free to reach out to me. Again, 
Follow me on One Organized Mama on Instagram and on Facebook. And hopefully pretty soon I'll have a Zoom class going on the Time Management Journal. And I'd love to meet some of you guys face-to-face on that. So reach out to me if you have any questions. Share this episode with anybody you think could benefit from it. And thank you again for listening. Thank you.